folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hold! All right, Bob, I need a noun. I need a noun. Uh, I'll do this for your soundboard. Corey. It's, uh, okay, uh, I need another noun. Toast. Uh, I need a time. 2.30. Is that PM? Yeah. Uh, I need a present tense verb ending with ing. Farting. I need a adjective. Well, I was going to ask if ugh is an adjective. Sure. Ugh. And a noun? Uh, knuckle. All right. And then I need another present tense ing verb. Sleuthing. Okay. And then I need an adjective and a noun. Adjacent. Can I just go adjacent? Okay. Adjacent. Because that's a cheap heat thing that people are saying. Adjacent. And then a noun. Potato chips. All right. Hey, Corey, it's Corey Poindexter here with your toast. Bob Pickety. And 2.30 p.m. on Small Package, we're farting about the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins' ugh, knuckle is injured, and we're sleuthing WWE Mad Libs. All that and more on the Adjace Potato Chip Show. <laughs> yeah! That was really fun. We're doing it. Hey everybody, welcome back and again it's time for Small Package. It's a small package show, it's a small package show, it's a small package show, it's a small package show. It's a notable show because it's the first show that we've ever recorded where I don't live at this address. It's crazy! Bob moved. This is this is fucking me up, man. I'm telling you. I went, uh, last night I was like, oh, I'll text Bob, see if he wants to go outside while I have a cigarette and hang out. And then I was like, oh, Bob's not here anymore. I'm just hoping that this will like make you smoke less. Make me smoke less? Yeah, because no. I'm not around as much to... No. If anything, it's making me smoke more. Yeah, dude, you're killing me. So today, we are talking about the news of the WWE. We are talking about the Royal Rumble. And we're going to do some WWE Mad Libs. So let's uh, let's go through things so we can get to these fucking Mad Libs. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so everybody, you probably have already heard because this show is coming out on fucking Friday and the rumble is on Sunday. And if you listen to this WWE podcast, you probably listen to others and you probably, you already probably watched the pay-per-view. You probably already saw it somewhere else or read the results, man, you know, for such a stacked card and going in more excited than I had been for our Royal rumble in years years kind of let the wind out of the sails the last 10 entrants i mean i don't know how you feel about it yeah i mean there was like at the 10 spot we were counting down you know the the names of people that we knew and the names of people we didn't know number of surprises left at 10 it was like one surprise left no it was two surprises left yeah after like and then after like you know, after eleven, it was down to like two because Ellsworth was eleven. 
Yeah, and then Enzo was like... 27? 27, yeah. Anyway, point is, like, we were all fucking hyped. And, like, you... This this is the problem when they tell you 22 of the... Well, they told us 23 of the entrants, and then one lost a spot. But, like, it's not a surprise when you know, you know, 90% of the people on the roster. Yeah. And I mean, they had to have put the monsters together at some point. It just mm-hmm. is kind of weird that they all had them kind of come out and just immediately squash each other. Yeah, I think they could have done more to spread out um the big names because it it really was like Lesnar's here, Goldberg's here, Taker's here. And then it's like, okay. So, I don't know, man. It's a little crazy. We we were con- we, like talking about whether or not Goldberg blew the spot because Taker did not did not look like he meant for Goldberg to f- hit the ground on that throw. He had that like look on his face, like yeah, oh shit. But also Taker should not have been in that ring. He looked he was just he like, looked weird. Old. He's getting old. He needs to he needs to stop. Like he's. Yeah. I don't want to see him die. Like that's true. He did not look good. And the reports are that when he got backstage from the rumble match, he was hurting that. Yeah. He was in a lot of pain, which you don't like to see. And it does not bode well for a match at WrestleMania against anyone, let alone the number 30 entrant. Talk about a shit show. Social media. Let them know. Unhappy. Yeah, it's, I know it's 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 everyone's popular theory to be all like Roman Reigns needs to turn heel. Right. But he throws Taker out of the, he eliminates Taker. Did you hear what he said? Says I like this is my yard now or something. Oh my god. I did love that. Like not much else, but it, I did love that. It's just like it it feels like they're tr- they they have to be knowing how much they're treating him like a heel. They're trolling us. Or him, or everyone. Something, or they're just delusional. I. It could be both. It could be one or the other, or both. And I don't know about your theory, how you feel about the theory of uh, the um, Roman Reigns was the only person in it solely, so Orton wouldn't get booed. Yeah, I heard that where they were like, "Oh, we'll put Roman in at thirty, so everyone will I mean, be so upset." This is just a theory. This is nowhere near. So everyone would be so anything. upset at Roman being at number 30 that they would cheer Randy winning. I don't know. It seems possible. I haven't heard a re- the, the only reaction in recent memory I can remember that was like that. And it wasn't as intense was the booze for Ray Mysterio when they thought Daniel Bryan was coming at 30. Right. But that's not so much like it's not Ray Mysterio. Hate fault, you. Yeah. It's just, we wanted someone else. They were disappointed. They weren't mad at Ray. They were mad at the situation. WWE. This was just crazy. And I love the fan reaction videos online, especially like children who are suppo- who, like our big Roman Reigns fans. Like the one kid who just goes, what? I wanted Finn. No one liked this. No one liked this. And I don't want to be that, that, smart who is sitting here bitching about Roman getting a push. I'm okay with him coming into the rumble. I'm okay with him eliminating Undertaker and setting that up, even though I think that Roman Reigns versus Undertaker is a stupid match. 
I'm okay with a lot of the decisions they made, but putting him at 30, if you don't turn him heel, was foolish. If they turn him heel, putting him in at 30 was amazing. If they don't turn him heel, it was foolish. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Agree. And I mean, when you look at the card as a whole, there are a lot of great matches on there. Bailey needs some work, but she's getting better. Yeah. She had a good match with Charlotte, who we can all agree is the best heel around. Charlotte's great. Oh, yeah. Um, It was weird seeing Sasha get, I don't want to say squashed, but damn, it was not a long match. It was as squashy as a woman who was just in the main event could be. Squash a Jace, as some people say. So, you know, there were a lot of there were a lot of good things on the card. AJ Cena was just a, a, a an instant classic. That match, the fact that it got all of the people who normally boo John Cena to get on their feet and cheer, it was yeah, a special they, moment. That was a huge pop for him to win, and what was a really smarky crowd. Yeah, I mean, you would expect boos, and no one was booing. It was a hundred percent. Just cheers for Cena. He, you know, the cool moment where he gave the championship for a moment to that uh, Make-A-Wish kid in the front row. Celebrated. You could tell it was special. Um, that was that was great. I personally loved the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match. Um, and not just because Roman lost, <coughs> but the Superman punch with the brass knuckles, which we can all agree was bullshit that Reigns kicked out of it at like one and a half. You know, the Superman punch is supposed to be that move that that ends a match usually. And he got hit with one with brass knuckles. And, you know, what in the world was that? Sounds like a delivery package delivery. I've been playing too much Mass Effect. I'm expecting a Solarian to open my door. (laughs) Was there anything in particular on the card you wanted to talk about? Um... You know, I uh, I really enjoyed the card. It was uh, a really good show. Mm-hmm. Even the Rumble was really fun in most of it. And um, I'm glad they had two referees for the for the tag titles match. The thing I just don't get is we had we had a bunch of people over here. Honestly, we had more non-wrestling fans than wrestling fans at eventually your, yeah at your apartment in the beginning shout out to jamal friend of the show friend of the show um but point is when you're watching the cruiserweights match yeah the whole room was marking out we were having a lot of fun during that cruiserweight yeah match. it was great How too bad swan got hurt does that not translate to the rest of the crowd like if the people in the room who couldn't give a fuck about wrestling on any other in fact day. and also brandon shout out to brandon friend of the show who actively just trolls and d- does not enjoy wrestling yeah and no. even he thought it was cool like i just don't get how it doesn't work i i think it doesn't work because they don't let it work but I'm the, being completely honest this isn't me making it a bit like i think it doesn't work because WWE doesn't give the resources to let it work because in the beginning there was some, you know, learning curve or, you know, however you want to put it, the audience wasn't prepared for it or how to react to it. Cause it'd been so long since they had a cruiserweight division that I think that there was a little bit in the beginning of the crowds, especially the crowds 
live, not knowing how to react to it. Um, you know, not knowing what to make of it. And I think that there's a big part of it too. That's like, you know, they gave it to a five live, which is good. You give it more room to grow, but on raw, they're only giving it short five minute segments. They're not giving it enough time to grow. They're not introducing characters, you know, I don't think that the casual fan could name more than three or four people on the cruiserweight division because they're not allowed to be there as characters. They're there as spots. It's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, Lindsay Dorado comes out, but nobody in the, in the crowd, most people in the crowd don't know who Lindsay Dorado is. Why is he out there? What is he fighting for? And instead it's like, do flippy shit. Well, not all the cruiserweights do flippy shit. I mean, Lindsay does, but there's a lot of them where, yes, they're cruiserweights, but that doesn't mean that their style is like Rey Mysterio, you know? And so luckily the crowd seems really into Jack Gallagher. Neville has gotten over in a big way. Um, you know, there's a few guys on the roster, on the cruiserweight roster who are getting over. I just think that they actually, you know, it's it's it may seem counterintuitive to some people, but it's like the only way that division is going to grow and get better and stronger is to give it time and give it resources. And instead, when you're cutting their match lengths down on Raw and constantly forcing them into generic six man tags, that too, and then you don't really get to see enough of any person. And I think that a you know it's it just really sucks because. 205 Live is in a tough spot because live, it comes on after SmackDown, which is a tough spot because people have already been there for two hours right, watching. seen an entire show, right? Most and then people are going to be leaving. It's in a tough Late. spot as well because you have to have an audience that migrates from the USA Network to the online WWE Network. Right, and then you have to retain an audience who just sat through two hours of wrestling to go to an hour of wrestlers that they don't know or care about. Exactly. So I think that it's honestly kind of just weird how it's all set up right now. I think it would be better suited to put 205 live on another night. Absolutely. It needs to not be live and it should come on after NXT or do it after like a house show on Wednesdays. If you really want it to be quote unquote live, do it after like a house show or something on Wednesdays or Thursdays. You'd have to bring probably I doubt for the house shows they have the whole that's, camera crew. That's fair, and- but I mean they just got to do something, man. They got to change up something. But the card was great, you know, a lot of good matches, a lot of great matches. The rumble itself, the early part of the rumble was was cool. I enjoyed right huge to see Baron get the elimination of Strowman with just like like mm-hmm. I mean yes yeah, Strowman took like a whole litany of finishers right uh, but still Baron was just like one arm stiff him over to the robe it was pretty good it wasn't like a big struggle fest like, Luke Harper getting the 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 fuck I used to think Baron was so like shitty and generic but I'm. I'm really starting to enjoy him. And a lot of that has to do with talking smack, I feel like. Because they give him a chance on that to... To be this literal lone wolf character. I just wish they would move 205 Live to like Wednesday around NXT, put talking smack back at the 10 o'clock spot, because talking smack is getting less audience at 11 than it was at 10. And it's such a good thing for the SmackDown roster. It's part of the reason why bra can feel so stagnant. Like it's in holding patterns and SmackDown feels like there's character growth that the stories move. I don't know about you. I could see AJ, C- AJ Cena at least one or two more times and still not feel like over it. They pace it. Well, sure. 
there's some stuff that you're like, okay, that's enough of Ziggler Miz. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, SmackDown, at least it feels like things advance, that they matter, that there's like a purpose to everything that you're watching. With Raw, it's just like, yeah, sure, Roman went through a table, but like, what does that even mean? What What's different next week? As of right now, nothing's different unless Seth Rollins' injury is serious. That's the only thing that could make things matter. The fact that injury is the only time things shake up on Raw, kind of a letdown. And the fact that it's shaking up on a story that was actually finally going to start progressing that we got back in September that... It's fucking crazy. So let's get into that. So Monday Night Raw, I don't know if there's anything that you want to talk about from the show other than the fact that Samoa Joe debuted in a segment where Triple H was finally going to face Seth Rollins. He comes out, Samoa Joe debuts, attacks him, levels him, and then a fan captured a moment where Samoa Joe says, are you okay? And what did Seth say? I hope so. I hope so. Heartbreaking to hear. Heartbreaking. So Seth Rollins is, is, has a non-kayfabe re-injured right knee, it looks like. It looks like ACL is what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. So he could be back out again for WrestleMania. So We don't know. Actually, I have a thing about... Is there an update? Um, I hope it's a good fucking news update, dude. I This news story has me real depressed. Hit us with it. Uh, which one is it? There it is. Um... Rollins got an evaluation on February 1st. Early word is he'd be out for eight weeks, meaning that mania is possible, but not definite. Um, For reference, I think as of 2-1, mania was eight weeks and four days away. Woof. So even if he is in WrestleMania, it probably won't be anything too strenuous. No. Like, I mean, if he does a match, he's not going to be doing sunset flips and he's not going to be doing top rope stuff. Uh Uh-huh. But that's a better, you know, estimate than when then I probably would have thought for re-injuring it. Um, That just sucks. PW Insider, though, is reporting... Uh, WWE announced on their website, Seth Rollins has been pulled from the weekend's live events as he's not medically cleared to wrestle. For WrestleMania? Uh, the weekend's live events. Oh. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, of course he is. One pitch that has been making the rounds over the last 24 hours for Triple H's replacement match is, is to wrestle Shane McMahon. Hey, that would free up AJ Styles so he wouldn't be fighting fucking AJ Styles. We will see if that ends up being the direction if Ronald's injury requires an extended period of absence. And frankly, it's it's a better storyline than AJ Shane. Shane, For sure. Because it's a literal Raw versus SmackDown. Oh man, I hope they go back to the Triple H versus Shane McMahon and the winner gets to fuck Stephanie match. You remember in the build up to last year's WrestleMania when Shane came back and like there was those really awkward moments where Shane and Stephanie were on camera and people were like, these two seem like they're going to fuck. Like, what is this storyline? It's super weird. Oh, dude. Speaking of fucking comfortable seems oh. like they're gonna fuck yeah 
Uh, did you watch Raw this week? So here's the deal with my sleep schedule was crazy because I had to get up oh, right, at like yeah. four thirty for work. Oh yeah, well you still saw the Seth Rollins promo. So I saw the first hour. Yeah, I saw the thing with him and Stephanie, and yeah, and he was literally like, "You want to fuck me?" Kind of, I mean, not yeah. literally, no, no, but, but he yeah. he said something about like, and I know you're interested in me or something, and yeah. she was all like, oh, and she was, and she yeah. had him, she had the girls exposed in that fucking weird outfit she was wearing too. So yeah, it was, it was, dude, was that'd be a crazy storyline. That'd be a crazy storyline. Like Stephanie fucked Seth Rollins, and that's why Triple H is so mad. That'd be a crazy storyline. I don't think they'd go there. No, but that'd be crazy. It would be. I I would be in That's it. not PG. Oh man, let's get on our fan fiction sites. Da, 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 da. WWE fan fiction erotica. Yeah. Well, it's the big show. Mm, yeah. It's the big man show tonight. Come on. Uh, oh man, so, him and Brock Lesnar, that'd be uh, some heavy erotic fan fiction. Yeah, man. So, so, are we done with Raw? We done talking about Raw? I can't think of anything else on Raw that I feel like super needs to be talked about. I mean, in news, Mick Foley is going to be taking his break. He's finally got his insurance in order and is cleared again to get his hip surgery. He'll probably be out up until Mania. He posted a tweet about, well, the nice thing about the GM job is that it's unstable, so you never know when you'll get a couple weeks off for hip surgery. Huh. So, it seems like they're going to have him get decked or, I mean, probably not take a a bump bump but yeah. like uh you know like a manager bump yeah um and then be like fired and then he'll be off until mania when he gets a surgery uh when he's rehab because something about he can't fly after the surgery for clot risks mm, probably yeah um so it looks like we'll be short of mcfoley which means we'll be getting even more Se- stephanie Se- stephanie stephanie that they already got a cute nickname Aww. i hope they're fucking i mean not irl but like kayfabe fucking um i saw the first like 25 minutes of smackdown this week too my sleep schedule uh you know i'm a freelance contractor you guys probably have gathered this and so uh you know when i get jobs i never know when they're gonna be and this past week all my jobs had me getting up at like 4 30 or 5 in the morning so i couldn't stay up late enough to watch i saw the first little bit of smackdown uh, I just want to say I was really disappointed in SmackDown this week. I don't know what even happened. I still I actually haven't um, even read a recap. So so just fly here, through it. I just uh, we got mad. So the show <laughs> the show opens up and it's like a promo with uh, Shane and DB and they're sure. talking. You know, oh man, SmackDown was great last night or two nights ago. And then Miz comes out. No, it's AJ. Okay, sure. Um, and you know he's he's all mad. Oh, I need my title shot. And right. And so AJ's like, "Yeah, you'll get a shot, and you'll also be in the elimination elimination chamber, chamber match." So he's and going so to get a re- a clean rematch. I or? think I think they'll probably do a TV rematch. Sure. Um. He's definitely not getting it at chamber. They're all going to be in the chamber. Yeah, but so this was this was one of my problems with with SmackDown, and one of my problems with WWE in general is they have Elimination Chamber coming up in two weeks, and what do they do to you know get people hyped for it? 
they just have Shane list off the names of the people in the match and just t- saying it. Like, so there's no like qualifiers or anything. do something about like. I'm not saying everything needs to be a tournament. I'm not saying everything needs to be. Are you sure you're not saying that? Well, it, tournaments are fun. I yeah. think they're fun. Um, I'm not saying everything needs to be like, you know, buy-in matches, but at least have like some kind of rigged raffle, you know, some kind of sure. announcement, some kind of, don't just have it be like, a oh yeah, more and you're going to be in the Elimination Chamber match with John Cena and Dean Ambrose and Bray, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt and Baron Corbin and, and, and The Miz. Uh, and Miz. And AG's, so it's just like. What has Miz done? Kay. What has Miz done that Apollo Cruz hasn't? I'm in your camp now. I want push Cruz. Push, push Apollo Cruz. Push Cruz. I have to be honest. I'm hoping that this program with Ziggler does something for him. Him and well, it's weird that it's like him and Kalisto versus Ziggler. It Except be, it's really just like Kalisto versus Ziggler with Apollo Cruz running in to make the saves. Uh, I think it's gonna be more Z- uh, Ziggler versus Cruz with Kalisto taking the hits think of Kalisto like the valet in this you know what i'm saying he's like he's the one who's going to get get wrecked get wrecked and then you know apollo cruz will make the save and then it's going to transition into cruz ziggler and Kalisto's just going to go faff about somewhere doing something else but i'm excited to see what they do with cruz maybe Maybe he's gotten better on the microphone. He couldn't be any worse than that fucking... Remember months ago when he had that fucking promo of Big Show backstage? I think this is pre-brand split. Like, he was backstage and he was just like, what are you looking at, Big Show? And I was just like, oh my God, Cruz, you are literally one of the worst people on the microphone that they fucking have. You were so bad. It's so easy to be like, Big Show, what are you doing here? And somehow he, he fucked that up and just sounded stupid. So was there anything else on SmackDown worth noting? I know that he... So Ambrose fought AJ? Yes. Because Ambrose is the one who came out, right? I saw a picture of that. Yeah, Ambrose walked out during the thing, and he's all like, we still have unfinished business, and... Did he say something funny? Not terribly. He has been getting... I don't know if it's necessarily him or the booking, but he has been so much better about seeming serious and seeming credible, but at the same time having poignant moments of actual, like when he fucking read Sammy Zayn's number at the rumble, it was like, Oh, it's eight. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Eight. I'm sorry. It's I read it upside down. You're number eight. And then he's like, you want me to open yours? Dean? He goes, no, I want to be surprised. And he just like walks away. Also, when he was the Mountie, the whole thing with James Ellsworth got a little bit too ridiculous for a while. But my God, when he came out as the fucking Mountie, did I lose my mind? Uh, that was great. I thought it was Lulzy as well. Um, and a nice little nod. You know, the, uh, some people have been talking about, hey, isn't that cool continuity that they're remembering for some of these people uh, right now, especially on SmackDown, where Ellsworth came out, then Ambrose came out, and he was like, oh, hey, like, you should, uh, you should get in the ring. Go for it, buddy. And Ellsworth went in there and took the worst bump I've ever seen in a rumble other than John Cena dislocating his knee. My God, that uh-huh. was a brutal bump. He took all of that. Was, which one? The Ellsworth tossed out? No, I was saying the one where uh, 
had Lawler announcing, and he was just like, "Let's watch him bang his head again," and kept like oh, right. rewind do the highlights. I'm talking what about elimination from Wang the Rumble Yang? though, because this was that was Enzo taking. No, this was like a couple uh, a rumble. oh a Rumble you're talking from about like the mid 2000s, like Jimmy Wang Yang. Or, oh. There's somebody like. Chinese or something. Yeah. He was making really racist things, and it was really sounds like sounds like Lawler. It and was he was just like let's watch him bang his head again. It was it was like oh my god. It was all right having Lawler and Cole on announce for the Rumble. I didn't mind it at all, but man, I'm just like you know what? That was a nice little taste of Lawler. Let's just not do that though right, for a while. Let's just not have him back for a year and a half. Bring him back at the Rumble next year, sure. I don't give a fuck. Um, but anyway anyway so moving on here's so rollins here's was hurt another hey down. i'm not done talking about oh, smackdown smackdown right because i'm sorry i have some more gripes gripes bring them my bad um Bob. holy fuck is their tag scene shitty <laughs> yeah you got vaude villains so Ascension. they they had they had aa come out and mm-hmm. like get interviewed and they're just like we didn't even get a match at the pay-per-view? And They're the champs right now, right? Yes. The fact that you have to ask that just proves how shitty the tag scene is on SmackDown. Like It ain't great. And so they were like, we need to have a champion, like a match. So who wants to come out and challenge us for the belts? And so they like go out to the ring and then... Uh, well so that was really here's where this entire sequence starts getting even more stupid and sad i can't wait it literally starts a cavalcade of like all of the b-tier tag teams that they have on smackdown just coming out to the ring one after the other brizongo so like brizongo comes out and ascension comes out and vaude villains come out and Slater and Rhino come out, Ooh. and and so then they all like just start getting in this big feud in the ring. They're all just like beating each other down and mm. stuff. And then like one by one, they all start getting thrown over until it's just Slater and Rhino and AA in the ring. Yeah, and then it plays AA's music, and then it just moves on. Whoops! And you're like, so they they wanted a match and then didn't and then one. everyone ran out and then they just end it you know what's funny is like to me this sequence sounds like a guy's walking down the street and then he sees a banana peel up ahead and goes oh i better watch out so i don't step on that banana peel and then he takes a side a side step around the banana peel takes a step now he's past the banana peel and goes oh thank god i didn't and then falls off of a cliff that he didn't fucking notice and also lands on a giant metal banana that impales him i mean that's for the a irony. little bit too far but and then he's laying there dying like why did the banana cliff fuck blood of the sun's <laughs> on my hands uh, blood of your son <laughs> but uh so it's just like Wow, you're right. That is really pathetic how you're being treated as the SmackDown tag champs. And then they go on to make it even worse. And yeah. it's, it's just like... 
It's frustrating, especially it's it's super frustrating because you look at how the men's singles main event scene is handled pretty well. The men's singles mid card scene is handled pretty well. The women's scene has a compelling title story and compelling non-title stories. And then you look at all that and go, wow, SmackDown is just killing it on so many levels, firing on all cylinders. Um, But their biggest things are A, letting announcements go by the wayside, like you were saying earlier, and B, the tag team division is just, you'd have to make some of them look strong some of the time. Let like sure you have a couple teams that are going to be jobber teams. Oh right, Usos came not? out too, it, and like, the Usos whole, are getting treated that whole like shit program, too. That whole it's segment, crazy. you're just like, oh right, these guys exist on this show. Like, like let vaude villains beat Ascension, or let Usos beat Ascension, or let the Ascension beat uh, somebody. Let Ascension else. just run a tear. Sure. And have them just beat. Start with local jobbers like you built up Strowman. It's not that hard. Also, have more of those. And then, and then, I'm still not even done with SmackDown being weird. Fast forward to the main event. This is Ambrose and AJ. Which was a great match. Great match. Not going to deny that. Sure. But at one point, there were seven people sitting behind the desk. Why? <laughs> Why? That's a, that's absurd. You had, I'm going to try to remember order from back to front towards the camera. It went Maurice, Miz, Tom, uh, JBL, uh, Morrow, Otunga. Uh, Otunga. And then Corbin? Yes, Baron Corbin. <laughs> Holy shit. Why? <laughs> just like Miz was well, first off, they have four out there to begin with. Which, which is, is uh, just too way much. too much to begin with. I wish I'd go back to two person commentary teams. I, I mean, if if the rumors about Michael Cole wanting to step, I have you you heard of these rumors? I've Cole loosely to heard down. that he wants to go backstage. Yeah, Michael Cole wants to like step away from being, which would leave us with Corey Graves camera. and Byron Saxton. But I bet they're grooming Phillips, Tom Phillips, to jump up. Hey, I would love that. Tom Phillips, Corey Graves, and uh, Byron Saxton would be great because as the face of Raw. Because Tom, as your as your straight face. Play by play, Byron as your baby face goofball, and Corey yeah, Graves so as your no nonsense. Why he's there is he's basically learning from Morrow while still being like the Michael Cole style plug machine. The that, plug machine that is because uh, that's basically all he does is just. Do you think Michael oh, Cole? Oh, and by the way, make sure you tune in to two hundred five live tonight. After you know, like, welcome back to Monday Night Raw, brought to you by Mountain Dew Kickstart. Kickstart your day, and by. KFC, Golden Georgian Chicken. We don't know what it means, and you don't either. Eat it today. What was that for? The plug machine. I hope that Michael Cole is stepping out from behind the desk because he's going to put the singlet back on and get in the fucking ring. (laughs) Bring that back. Bring back the coal mine, baby. But but still, it's just like... Four is too many, and then you have... Miz out there, which I really don't know why Miz was on commentary for the segment to begin with. Shrug. Well, maybe because of his beef with Ambrose. 
Yeah, and then Baron comes out as well because, and then because he's in the elimination chamber match. Anyway, you know I don't have a problem with people coming out to Honestly, be on commentary because it can like make people this look week good. with all my frustrations with SmackDown. I would say Raw is the better show this week. Yes, I'm okay with people coming out and being on commentary once in a while because I do feel like if you utilize properly, people like Dean Ambrose and well, Kevin no, Owens I mean, can make if, it great. If you have you know Kevin Owens coming out for a Chris Jericho match to be on commentary, absolutely sure. that works. Right. It makes sense. But when it's like an AJ Dean, I mean, I get the Miz, Miz coming out, kinda, to, but uh, then Corbin is just sort of like, eh. but I guess they're trying to give Corbin more mic time. It, it, but it always just like. Guys, you still have another week. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, look. So SmackDown was kind of a turd, and was, Raw, and, Raw I mean, was and, all right. Like, it still had some, some like a great match. The AJ uh, Dean match is a real. Was like, there anything else? Really cool, like moves in there and stuff, and really interesting. Counters. I have to go back and try to watch it. Was but, there anything else from Raw or SmackDown that was? notable enough storyline wise otherwise we can move on to news and then do our fucking mad libs already dude we are 35 minutes in no i want to do i want to really can't think of anything okay so uh other wwe news so seth rollins is hurt we're hoping that he comes back soon seems to be a very irl injury everyone's saying it is so finn was apparently not not cleared not cleared so but he's going to be cleared soon I think we'll the, see how they kind of work. He'll him probably into be the, cleared for the next pay-per-view. Maybe because we'll the next one it's in, it's in March uh, for raw. But what I'm saying is, is not so much that he wouldn't be cleared medically, but that they may not put him in yet. They may save him for that last stretch before mania or even True. a pop at mania. That would be huge. But like, imagine if Roman and, and taker were fighting and, you know, Roman won because, of course, he did. And then you heard just the boom, boom, and then just like you saw Demon Finn come out and just lay him out in the ring. Uh, what other news do we got? Um, Chris Jericho uh, allegedly sets the record for longest, like longest aggregate time in the Rumble, according to their fudgy numbers. Uh huh. I, I, uh, Kane, Kane didn't show up for the rumble. No, so his no consecutive Kane. rumble streak is, broken. he wasn't, I saw something about, he wasn't there in like 2012 or something. Mm, what really? Yeah. Cause that would have been the right around the time that he was still, that he was getting into the corporate Kane character. I, I find that hard to believe, but maybe who knows still is, it, it was weird seeing taker and no Kane, but they have been phasing Kane out to be fair. So, uh, other other wrestling news. Anything uh, worth mentioning from the rumor mill? There's yeah, I'm looking at 2012 right now. I'm I'm stat guying for you. There is no Kane in 2012. Wow, that's so, surprising. Well, I mean, sure. I saw Jim Duggan. That's funny. Karma. Oh my God, Karma. She had a miscarriage. I was very sad. David Otunga. Get the fuck out of here. Can we launch? Can we put David Otunga into a cannon Sheamus and launch him into the, the winner. fucking sun? Epico and Primo were in it. Mm-hmm. As them, as Epico and Primo? Uh-huh. That's funny. So this is pre-Los Matadores. Justin Gabriel was in it. 
Ricardo Rodriguez was in it. I miss Ricardo Rodriguez. He was the best part of the fucking Alberto Del Rio. Jerry Lawler was in it. Get out of here. I don't Booker know. T was in it. You don't. You Michael don't. Cole was in it. Oh my god, that was such a trash era. Oh right, yeah, that was the one with all three of the announcers were just like, <laughs> it's my turn now. Uh Great Kali was in it. Dude, what a fucking shit. The more you read, the Hanukkah shittier. was in it. Oh my god, the more you <laughs> fucking read the fucking entrance, the shittier that Rumble sounds. Road Dog was in it. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wrestle when he was in his prime, let alone <sighs> past it. And Shamey won it. <laughs> of course. A fitting end to a trash fire of a Rumble. Oh my god. Anyway. What other news is there, Bob? Please. You, um, you gotta have something for us here. I got so. some great news for us. Is it good news? Yes. Brett the Hitman Heart 100% recovered from prostate cancer. Yay! That's good actually job. that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Some good news for all of us. For every wrestling fan. Um, Some disappointing and frustrating news now. Uh, Meltzer reporting... Emelina is a running joke with no spot ready. What? (laughs) What? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. That's fucking crazy. I started to think that. I honestly started to feel that way, especially after last time that they showed the Emily spot and Corey Graves like, is she ever coming? And then Byron Saxon was just like, I don't know. And then they just dropped it and moved on. I was like, that sucks. So her boyfriend is on the shelf for the fucking injury, and then she's just in limbo. I mean, maybe they just don't have a spot yes. for her. That but, sucks. Yeah, I don't know. They could. Whatever happened to Eva Marie? Her suspension has been up for months now. I, I, she was working on a movie, but sure. that should be done by now. Sure. Fuck. Paige is it? Summer Rae is apparently injured. From what? A house show or something. Fuck. Paige is off somewhere with Alberto Del Rio doing blow. What the fuck is going on with the raw women's division? On like one hand, it's really great. And it's running on all cylinders. And then you're like, oh, right. What about the other half? It's it's a dumpster um, fire. It's like the air conditioning and the and the front engine block and the front tires are working great. But the back half of the car is just like rusted out and just falling apart. In fact, someone did the math and has reported that it's 17 more days until uh, the Emelina promos have been going on longer than she was injured. That's gross. According to the wiki page, she was injured May 16th, 2016. The promos began October 3rd. 140 days after and now that's onto the assumption that the promo started when she was cleared however it was actually assumed she was cleared before the promos even started wait that's how long these promos have been going on it's been 123 days since the emelina promos have begun so uh, 17 more days until she is the promos have been gone is there someone we can credit the source on that uh pronto spark reddit user pronto spark mm-hmm. Thank you, Pronto Spark, for your service. We salute you with the John Cena salute. Any other news or rumors on like Kate Side Rumor Radup usually has some good stuff. Uh, Also, shamelessly reporting 
some more disappointing you news for you especially. <sighs> what? Do you want to know Ambrose's plans for WrestleMania 33? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, he's going to come out after Goldberg and Lesnar fight with a steel chair. And then Lesnar's going to stand up and pull a like a chain, like uh, like a Nickelodeon kids show gag, and thousands of chairs are going to rain onto Ambrose. And then he's and then <laughs> then uh, Lesnar's going to look into the fucking hard camera and just sort of do like a smile and a shrug. And then the ghost of Dean Ambrose is going to come up from out of the chairs and go, "I get no respect." How close am I? <laughs> Uh, don't I don't know. What tell me? Melter's usually pretty good with this stuff. Dean Ambrose is kind of like here's the direct quote as uh written as transcribed by Pensterer. Pensterer? Anyway. Is this a Reddit user? Yeah. Okay. Dean Ambrose is kind of like, well, he doesn't have anything for WrestleMania at this point. I suppose they could do something for the IC title. I mean, like a multiple person match or something. But you know we'll see. There's already a list, a lot of matches on the card, and there's the battle royal and everything. But they could still add something. He may be subjected to being on the pre-show at this rate, unless he's in that battle royal. It's so fucking sad because he's the workhorse who does so many house shows, and he's charismatic, and the fans like him. And I just don't understand. Like I get that he can't be in the title picture right now because it was. AJ and Cena and now it's going to be Bray and Orton and I just want him to get back up into that picture because he was not a bad champion <sighs> any other news or rumors or fun stuff something that'll cheer me up another Meltzer report man I'm on fire with or Reddit really is on fire with supplying people with Meltzer reports I sure. should say sure. subscribe to the Wrestling Observer <laughs> fair enough um. Oh, cocking your head over there, bro. So, John Cena's opponent is supposed to be supposedly someone who we will not be celebrating. What does that mean? Like that we'll be disappointed in the match? Alvarez speculated it could be Baron Corbin or maybe Dolph Ziggler. And Melter says... Both fit the mold of someone who he thinks we wouldn't be celebrating. Neat. Well, this just sucks. You want to just get to Mad Libs already? Or is there one any other more news? fun, interesting fact that well, really shows? Um, okay. It really shows how much the shield has dominated. Okay. Like as individuals. Uh, uh, yes, uh, as individuals and in the WWE. Just do you want to know the last time? If I say no, are you still going to tell me? Just tell me the last time. What the last time there was a match for the WWE or (laughs) Universal Title that did not feature a member of the Shield. AJ Styles or John Cena like a week ago. Before that. The last time before that? Yes. Not counting AJ Ellsworth. Okay, so not okay. Uh, SummerSlam. 
Which one? What? Uh, shit. SummerSlam 2016 was, was Ambrose deep. holding the belt. Uh, Survivor Series 2015. And also had Rollins going for the Universal belt. SummerSlam 2015. Before that. Really? Survivor Series 2014. Wow. SummerSlam 2014? Yes. Wow. So it's been over two years. The pay-per-view after, which would be uh, Night of Champions 2014, Hmm. was Brock Lesnar Cena for the belt, but Seth Rollins interfered. So not technically involved in the match, but still kind of involved in the match. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Thank you. And then after that, every single universal or... WWE pay-per-view title match featured somebody from the Shield. That's pretty crazy, dude. And that just shows how dominant those guys got built up in WWE. They that's sure them, fucking did. That's, that's WWE picking their new stars right there. So let's go ahead real quick, because now we are 46 minutes into uh-huh. our recording. So in the grand scheme of the show, we're probably like 48 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and do Mad Libs. In case you forgot how to do Mad Libs, <laughs> because you're... You were never four or six or a seven. Can I do the first one? Uh, I'm just reading this. Mad Libs is a game for people who don't like games. What? It can be played by one, two, three, four, or 40 people. It's a There's Royal not Rumble. Even 40 slots on a page. Ridiculously simple instructions. So we're going to read just a whoever is filling in the words will read the prompts and then we will uh, write down what the person says and read the story. With the Mad Libs in there. And these are all WWE themed. So an example, exclamation. Bob would say, ouch. Adverb. Bob said, stupidly. Noun. Bob says, cat. An adjective. Bob says, brave. Would turn into, ouch. He said, stupidly, as he jumped into his convertible cat and drove off with his brave wife. So these are dubbed. That's obviously a lie because any wife I would marry would be timid as fuck. And in case... Lauren seems bold. <laughs> We're getting into your relationship status now in the air. We gotta, we gotta, gotta be careful now. You're gonna wind up committing to things. Oh, no, it's not like Lauren so. would ever listen to this. It's okay. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren, girlfriend of half of the half of the show. An adjective describes something or somebody like lumpy, soft, ugly, or messy. We, we know we know how to play. No, Bob. Come on, let's. All get- right. Give me the. All right, all right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Last thing. And then this is one that we filled out previously. Who was this that gave these answers? Was uh, you? I did to Lauren. Lauren read this one to Bob, and it was I want to be a WWE superstar. When I grew up, I want to be a WWE John Cena. I know I can flip off the ropes like Kofi Kingston. Hey, that one worked great. And talk slowly into the microphone like John Cena. I can <laughs> see it. great. I can see it now. The hot lights, the smelly fans, the wild butts. <laughs> when I enter the WrestleMania to my theme song, Here Comes the KFC, we were watching the Rumble at the time. <laughs> the crowd will get up on their knees and cheer hauntingly. I will wear a brightly colored mask and spandex pants with snowballs sewn in on to put fear into the toes of my opponents. They call me Bob the Hanky Panky Thief because every time I win a match, I steal my opponent's Hanky Panky. Did you say it twice on purpose? Did you know? No, oh, it, should, it says it's same so now. Same. Isn't that an early idea? I'll be so strong and fast and late that 
I'll beat any tooth anytime. I'm so excited I can hardly slam. Of course, I'll have to wait till I finish fifth grade. <laughs> All right, dude. If you want to do the first one, here you go. Oh, so you're reading the prompts. Here's your pen. There was one that was, you're, there's one you specifically want. Yeah, it was something like uh, this is a big quiz, ass book quiz. Which superstar are you? Part one. What? What is this? Okay, so you got to do the, the fill out the top part here. Well, no, I write them down in there. You'd only you only fill out that if you're doing it by yourself, so you can't like uh, read it. Okay. Come on. So like this I is a. So I'm gonna try to keep like it. I a, don't know. I'm gonna try to keep lives. it kind of wrestling themed. I think. Adjective. An adjective. Yes. Gonna have two adjectives in a row, actually. So. German. Whoa. Okay. Another adjective. Another adjective. Zesty. Zesty. Actually, flip those. Put zesty and then German. Because that, otherwise, if you read it backwards, it'll. it's like that thing that was floating around on the internet where they were like, the adjectives have to go in order for things. Otherwise, your brain will just... Noun. Noun. Uh, tope suicida. <laughs> Red in Mara Ranala's voice screamed. Noun. Uh, lariat. Trying to keep this adjective. Trying to keep this wrestling related. Uh, squishy. Adjective. Adjective. Uh, humongous. Doot. Verb ending in ing. Uh. Verb ending in ing. Whistling. Adverb. Adverb. Stupidly. Plural noun. Plural noun. Mat- <laughs> Matadores. That's that's that'll fit, right? Sure. Matadores. Verb. Uh, is there any conjugation for it that I need? It doesn't have to end in ing. No, I would have said. Uh, ducks. Or duck, I guess, depending on however it fits in the sentence. Duck. Adjective. <laughs> um, righteous. Noun. A noun. Uh, uh, snorkel. <laughs> I've since lost the wrestling. Part of the theme. body. Part of the body. Penis. And noun. And a noun. Uh, dongle. All right. Here we go. Quiz. Which superstar are you? Part one. Superstar. (laughs) Which zesty WWE superstar are you most like? Find out by taking this German quiz, which that is much more interesting than flipping it. Mm -hmm. How quick are you? 
A, as fast as a tope suicida. B, slow, but I can hit like a lariat. Or C, more squishy than quick. Hey, so far it's it makes a little sense. Two, are you A, popular, B, technical, or C, humongous? Dude, so far, you could totally take this as a WWE entrance exam. Let's keep going. Which slogan best describes your whistling style? Nice. A, nice guys finish stupidly. B, gentlemen play by the matadores. Or C, never let them see you duck. Okay. Four, what would you do if you lost a righteous match? A, cry like a snorkel. B, shake your opponent's penis. Or C, demand a dongle. Nice. All right, here we go. Fork her over, Burb. It's well, here's, here comes the answer to the quiz in oh. part two. So we're going to do that one next. So quiz, which superstar are you? Part two, Bob. Here we go. All right, Bob. I need an adjective. So for, for you at home, go back and listen to the quiz and that answer would... my answer the questions so you'll get the answers here. All right. Adjective. Um... Strong. I, uh, I need a noun. Uh, missile dropkick. <laughs> All right. I need a plural noun. Wacky lines. <laughs> Wacky lines. I need another plural noun. Uh... Wyatt's. <laughs> I need an adjective. Rebounding. Oh, God. Uh, I need a plural noun. Moonsaults. Love it. Uh, a noun. Super kick. Actually, can you change my... No. Verb. <laughs> There's no changing. Because I wanted the plural noun to be super kicks in stereo, and then the, the regular noun would be moonsault. No. Too bad. Okay. Verb. Uh, and this is... Rampage. Sure. Is this rampage as in, like, rampage, or rampage as in page's finisher? That's not a uh, verb. Doesn't now. Uh, noun. <laughs> Rampage. <laughs> uh, do it. No, I was gonna do something funny. No, I, I just lost it. Um, Tobacco Casino. Uh, Thank you for reading that, like Mario. By the way, noun. Future endeavored. That was it. <laughs> future endeavors uh i would need a person in the room who is female shit that's really limiting um 
Well, it's going to be, I don't know, Becky Lynch because she's not in the room. Uh, an animal. Uh, lone wolf. <laughs> an adjective. Lonely. <laughs> an adverb. Uh, monstrously. Adjective? Uh, tepid. A, a place. Right here in Pittsburgh, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> That's enough writing for that one. I, I'll remember it. And then adjective. Ending it with an adjective. Embarrassed. <laughs> All right, here we go. If you answered mostly... As, oh, if you answer, as, I, I forgot this is the follow up from that last one. If you answered mostly A's, you're just like John Cena. You're strong looking and cool as a missile drop kick. Not wrong there. You combine strength, leadership, and wacky lines to no, get the, to get the job done. Audience love you for your witty Wyatts. <laughs> If you answered mostly B's, you're just like Randy Orton. You're villainous and rebounding and one of the most feared moonsaults in the WWE. You are the master of the devastating finishing move, the super kick. (laughs) (laughs) And like the Viper, you will rampage at anyone who dares to cross your future endeavors. (laughs) If you answered mostly C's, you're just like Bray Wyatt. You're finishing moves sister becky lynch and the lone wolf walk make your lonely opponents tap out monstrously you are one of the most tepid athletes in right here in pittsburgh uh in columbus ohio and one of the most embarrassed superstars of all time (laughs) oh my god that worked perfectly i love it you want to do another one I feel like we have enough time. If we go quickly, we have enough time to do like one more each. So okay. you go ahead and oh, pick there's one. one about like uh, live commentary. Unless you want me to write your answers again. Play by play. play. You want to do that one? There's another one that sounded good called Interview with a Superstar. But I'll do that one for you next. All right, here we go. Person in room. Uh, This is in the WWE, right? So uh, person in room. I'll go with... Uh, James Ellsworth. Does it have to be male or female? Um, male works. Cool. Adjective. Adjective. Um, uh, wrinkly. Adjective. Adjective. Uh, sassy. Okay. 
<laughs> Verb. Verb. Uh, punch or punches, whatever's more apropos or fitting, whatever. Uh, noun. Um, RKO out of nowhere. Verb. Verb. Uh, lick or licks, whatever fits better. Part of the body. Pain is <laughs> every time. No, no, no. Wait, is it? Can it be plural or does it need to be singular? Singular. Okay, penis. Uh, next part of the body. Uh, titty. Verb ending in ing. Uh, high flying. Wait, or is that? An adjective. Adverb. Sure. Uh, it works. Adverb. Strongly. Noun. Uh, noun. Record-breaking attendance. No, I'd change it to the WWE universe. That's easier, I think. WWE universe. Part of the body, plural. Titties. <laughs> Adjective. Chocolatey. Occupation. <laughs> um, Byron Saxon's therapist. <laughs> Number. Uh, thirty. <laughs> Because I, I, I hate place. myself. Place? A place. Uh, backstage in the locker room. I hope that the prompt is backstage in the blank, and then it comes out backstage in the backstage in the locker room. Especially because it's play-by-play. Is All that right. it? Here we go. You're watching our opening contest as James Ellsworth, also known as the Wrinkly Bear, goes on the defensive, squaring off against the sassy assassin Triple H. It's a must-punch situation for Triple H, whose championship, RKO out of nowhere, is on the line. <laughs> I would, can you reread that as if RKO out of nowhere happened in the middle of you talking? It's a must-punch situation for Triple H, whose championship RKO out of nowhere is on the line. <laughs> nice. Triple H tries to lick and move, but the bear <laughs> catches him by the penis and floors him with an uppercut. Triple H looks for a back titty chop and gets shoved away, but he quickly rebounds and attempts his world-famous high-flying clothesline. Nice. The the bear escapes strongly and grabs onto Triple H for a shooting WWE Universe press. 
Both superstars shout at the top of their titties as they tumble out of the ring. (laughs) (laughs) The bear does not let go until the chocolatey-looking Byron Saxon's therapist counts to 30. Then the bear drops Triple H and slides back (laughs) into the backstage locker room. The bear wins by countout. Neat! (laughs) All right, let me pick out a Another good one for you real quick. What do we got here? Let's hurry up and get through one more. Uh, let's see. Play by play. We just did that one. Ways to, ways to win. Limited time offer. Interview with a superstar. Um, let's see here. What else have we got in here? Let's hurry up and just. Who is the greatest of them all? That sounds pretty fun. TLC at our house. Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Here we go. I think that's the one we're going to do. All right, Bob, ready? Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Yeah. I need an adjective. Uh, Pale. Plural noun. Cesaro swings. Noun. Uh. Singular. Ring bell. Ring bell. Part of my body. Um, like my body. Part of your body. Um, not just like a part of somebody's body. But part like of my your body. Because I wanted to do Maurice's tits, but I'll you do can like- say you can say that. I'll accept that as part of a body. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Uh, adjective. Uh, springy. Number. 14. Noun. Corpus Christi. <laughs> Texas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Corpus Christi, Texas. I'll accept that. <laughs> uh, plural noun. Uh, La Luchadoras. <laughs> uh, adjective. Um, salty. <sighs> nice. Uh, plural noun. <coughs> Feats as in accomplishments. <laughs> Adjective. Um, spherical. Okay. Noun. Tuesday. Plural noun. 
Uh, <coughs> WWE superstars. Super superstars. Person in room and then a noun. Uh, person in room should be a person in the WWE. Okay. Uh, or formerly, either one. This is your Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Papa Shango. <laughs> and then a noun. Oh, just say dick. Can I, can I just say dick? <laughs> just please, please just say penis or dick. Dick. Good. I don't like to cheat with Mad Libs, but it's perfect. Here we go. Uh, also, is there anyone you want me to read this as? It's the Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Uh, as whoever you see fit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going to read it. Fuck it. All right. We're running out of time. When they first told me about this pale honor, I took a minute to reflect on all my past Cesaro swings. When I was a young ring bell just starting out, I injured my Maurice's titties, and I wondered if I really had what it takes to succeed in this springy business. Today, 14 years later, I'm being inducted into the WWE Hall of Corpus Christi, Texas. There are so many La Luchadores who have helped me get to where I am today. They really are. I want to thank them all. First, I want to acknowledge my salty mentor who taught me everything I need to know about feats. I want to thank my my spherical wife. Heaven knows I wouldn't. Wow! Have, wow! My spherical wife. Heaven knows I wouldn't be half the Tuesday I am today without her. I want to thank all the fans whose WWE superstars made it all worthwhile. And finally, I want to say to my arch rival Papa Shango, you can come over here and polish this dick anytime. All right, everybody. We will be doing more of these Mad Libs in the future. Uh, maybe we'll pre- like pre-prep some of them later, but thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully everybody gets better, including Seth, especially Seth. Anyway, you can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Faggity, or you can follow him on Instagram at Soldier Scuzzy to watch him drink soda. You can follow me on most social media at CB Pointexter, or you can follow both of us on, on Facebook or Twitter at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. Hit him with it, Bob. Oh, what up? And you can't teach that. All right, everybody. We will see you back here next week on another rousing edition of the Small Package Show. No Small Package Show.